Musings are basically like, you know, just... Now it's recording. Musings are, you know, stuff I ponder on, like my musings, like stuff that came to mind, what I was thinking about today, or was I, what, what came into my mind, and I'm just merely musing about it. So other than that, look it up on dictionary.com. I ain't got time. <laughs> so happy new year, everybody. Welcome back. It is I, Mystic Wildchild, um, real name Jamila. Um, it's been a while, quite some time. A long time. Yeah. So, welcome to Musings of a Mystic. And I got 2021. My, right, 2021. Happy New Year. Happy motherfucking It's a new, new year. year. Happy birthday to me, because I'm still celebrating my birthday. It's my personal year one. We're going to get birthday? into that. December 3rd, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> still celebrating it. It's still a turn up. Um... Yeah, I got my boy Sam here with me. Finally. Finally finally a man that's going to speak up. <sighs> Sam, this isn't one of those type of podcasts. It's oh, I'm listening to the musings of me. I'm listening so. to <laughs> But, um, yeah, so for those who don't know, I took a long, very long hiatus. And I've actually gotten a few people um, to that have dm'd me like yo what's up with the podcast like when are you getting back to it and honestly i've been telling people like i literally i don't know if people notice but i record when the spirit moves me so around after my last episode spirit stopped moving me so i stopped recording for a while did you stop having sex what does that have to do with i don't know maybe the spirit stopped spirit, what does that have maybe to the do spirit, spirit stopped moving? when he stopped entering no, that had nothing to do, like, no. It was, spirit hadn't moved me. Um, I think I just let myself go. Mm. Not even, I think, even in the physical aspect. I was going to say not in the physical aspect because, you know, I'm still a baddie. Well, like, you gave up? Um, or you just stopped, like, I just let you, give go, yourself, you give yourself, I, like, time? I let go of a lot of things just to give myself time. I found myself um, around the time that I stopped recording. Because even my last recording was actually in the summer with my boy Matt. Mm. And then it took me a while to put it out. Mm. And then I'm also a perfectionist, and I'll really be in my head. But you believe in the universe, right? Yeah, I do. The universe led you right to me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with you, Sam. But um, I um, I. What you What you learn about yourself in that time, though? Yo, introspection like crazy. I don't know, like Sam, you've talked to me so many times. You know, I was in like deep grief state mm-hmm. and i think that's when i started to sp- kind of s- i don't want to say spiral but just let go yeah of a lot of things i had a lot of shit going on in the background um shit with work and finally m- making some decisions for me that it was kind of like um putting me first like you know what i'm saying like choosing me and even stepping out on faith because mm. i took a break from work i it Shit got crazy. I was like, yo, I need I need a uh I need an actual break. Like I can't do this because slowly but surely and I started to understand why people show up to work one day and start shooting the place up. I like, feel like a lot real. of people don't walk with faith though. Yeah. Cause that fear, you operate out of fear. Mm. So I reached a point where I had to decide, is money my God or do I have full faith in God? And I chose to kind of dive blindly and stop working. And financially, was that the best decision for me? Not necessarily. But it was good for your mental. It was good for my mental. Like, even now, 
I'm still kind of recouping on some stuff, like from having been away from work. But mentally, mm-hmm. did wonders for me. Like I being away and just letting go of the stress. It just even with this pandemic, like I said, um, it made me realize a lot of things. Like, uh, and I've said this somewhere before. Like, shout out to my cousin Tirza. She just put out Criolada magazine. Oh, I did. See she that. plug. And if you read it, like my quote there was, because one of the questions was, what did you learn in this pandemic? And for me, it was that no is a complete sentence. You should be able to say no and not have to explain yourself. Like, you know, people have a habit of, say, family or even friends will ask you for a favor. Mm-hmm. And you'll say no because you really can't, right? And I'll ask you why. Sometimes they won't even ask you why, but you'll feel that need to give that explanation. Because you don't want, because you don't want them to feel you like you're bullshitting them. Right, right. But but then again, that's completely on them. That's what mm-hmm. I've learned. Like I've learned, I do not need to give an explanation. If I say no, that should be end of conversation. Mm-hmm. If I choose to explain, then that's my choice. And I realized what was going on personally and professionally was, I was saying no. But I wasn't saying it, like, with my chest. Like, I was saying no, but giving explanation. I was saying no or being, allowing myself to be bent to saying yes to stuff. And, like, it was, like, honestly, like, I pour so much into people. I pour so much, and I poured so much that my cup was completely fucking empty. Like, Mm. so I needed to let go. That, on top of my grief still, that I was dealing with, um, with losing the love of my life. Mm -hmm. And... I just let go completely. Like even when people, even when I was hanging out, like coming to kick it with y'all, mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all would pick up, but I was in a really depressive state. Of course, state. that's like, why we wanted you around. Yo, like because we understand it. Um, like show and I, we can we can read. I don't know about show so much. I can't give him that credit. I'm gonna give myself that credit. Um, I can two fucking toot tooting. We all about tooting. You, you got to toot it. Somebody somebody else ain't gonna toot it, right? But I feel like you know you can usually pick up on you know people's energy, their body language. You can always see if they're going through something. So just them being around, that's why I always crack jokes. Because you never yeah. know what somebody's going through. Right. You know what I mean? Even when I get on Clubhouse, I crack a joke. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know what everybody's going through. Somebody could have got put out. Kids got taken. You could have had somebody that passed from COVID. So, you know, right. hearing a joke, making light of the situation, yeah. can relieve a lot of that. Yeah. So I did, I was like even, and that also let me know, like, you really truly don't know what people are going through, like you said, like because I was here cracking jokes, mm-hmm. but inside you I was hurting. really hurting, like really having a hard time because it was getting to, and I'm even now crack because I'm such a crack. Well, no, 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 I'm not even, e- now, not even like, that, right? I I knew you was going through something once you showed up in that jacket, because mm-hmm. that's when I was like, damn, whose jacket is that? You was like, oh, this is his. Mm-hmm. I was like, don't you feel? I was like, because you got to understand that materialistic things like. It still holds weight, you know yeah. what I mean. So it's like, like even like with my brother, like I don't, I don't, I don't want to like touch anything that was of his because like mm-hmm. that'll just remind you of memories. So for me, I'm like, damn, you walking around with that whole memory on your body, and his energy is in that jacket, which is why you can't shake it. Yeah, but it wasn't even about um, shaking his energy. And my voice cracks. Yo, y'all gonna get used to <laughs> musings of a mystic. Y'all gonna hear me cry a lot. Because as feisty as I am, I'm also extremely sensitive. Mm-hmm. But it was more so, um, like, even Kim said it. 
I would reach a level of grieving, mm-hmm. but when it got too painful, I check out. Yeah. So I let myself fully dive in grief mm-hmm. back then, and even. But don't you feel like you got to grieve in order to move past something? Yeah. No, th- I'm gonna get there. Yeah. Because. Even, like, getting around my birthday, mm-hmm. being used to that person calling me and then knowing that he's not going to call me, that mm-hmm. shit was fucking with me, like, real hard. Um, it was also, literally, my birthday was December 3rd. December 20th would have been, was a one-year death anniversary. Mm-hmm. So that was on my mind heavy. So when it got to that point, I was like, yo, I just let go. Was really, like, holding on, but it's also goes into how I love people. Like, mm-hmm. when I love, I love... Heavy. Heavy and hard, and I don't know how to let go. Like, really let go? Like, I I don't, like, because I, and I told you, like, I'm the type of person, and my Venus is in Scorpio. Mm. That goes into it. When you have Venus in Scorpio, it's kind of in detriment. And that's where I show, like, I have a lot of Scorpio energy. Mm-hmm. Because if Scorpios are passionate. Like, you love hard. So... And I and I told you this before on a previous episode on your podcast that I love when I love I love you to death. Mm-hmm. It's till death do us part. So to be met with that death did us part, that was very hard. But then in retrospect, when I hit rock bottom, and I would say like kudos to people that hit rock bottom and pulled themselves out of a depression because mm-hmm. that's it takes a lot of strength to do. But when I hit bottom, and I went into my um, like introspective mode i realized all this shit did happen for a reason and how numerology plays a big role in this like played a big role in it because um for those who don't know usually um with in numerology like things happen in phases so basically um your life is like it's like a mosaic of years or numbers like so basically an epicycle what's an epicycle stuff moves in epicycles epicycles is um it's just a great most so basically like an epicycle is a phase in life so each epicycle in numerology lasts for nine years so that's one phase. Yeah. And then so in those nine years, you go through different, like each each epicycle represents a different phase, a different stage in your life. Okay. So right now, me being 34, I've had, I've gone through three epicycles. Dang. So phases of So nine. 27 years? <laughs> I just, <laughs> I, I can't reach you. I'm good with the math, right? Nine yeah, years. Yeah, like three three epicycles and some change. Yeah, yeah you're right, you're years. right, you're right. I, I, I thought you was being funny, but Damn. whatever. I'm sorry, because I thought you was trying to throw. But basically, when I went back, so some people in numerology think your epicycle, like your personal year. You have your life path number, which is the number based on your date of birth. Okay. And then you have your personal year, which would be whatever year in your epicycle that you're in. So you, how you get that is you add up your birthday, but the year, whatever year you're in, mm-hmm. instead of using your actual birth year, you use that year, years. and it gives you, yeah, it gives you whatever phase or whatever number in the nine years that you're at. Mm. So with me, like some people, I don't know how they start, but with me, with numerology, I believe your epicycle starts when it's at your birthday till the next birthday. For me. So your cycle starts from year to year. Your epicycle starts at 
the time you're born and then moves on and then you start that's when the first epicycle starts so you go you're year one year two you get to nine and then once nine is done you start a whole new year one year two so your epicycle is basically every nine years so nine years old yeah. 18 27 yeah. 30 okay yeah so with me um and each year of the epicycle like year one year two whatever it's mm. called a personal year it holds a certain vibration a, a certain theme mm. So when I went into that introspective mode and I realized how hype I was for my birthday when I turned 33, because we were also in the universal year three. That's your God year. Yeah, your Christ year. So, and that's, the number 33 is a master number. Mm. Um, So I was turning 33. Um, I turned 33 in the universal year three, because that's the year that the universe, like the energy was. And my life path number was three. And I'm born December 3rd. Mm. So I was mad hype about my birthday, but I focused on those. Never once did I stop to think what personal year I was in. And I was actually in my personal year nine, so I was ending an epicycle. And with the year nine... Oh, for 33 was the end of that cycle. Yeah, when I when I... When I turned 33, mm, I started awesome. my now final. That makes a little bit more sense. Right, I started my final year of the epicycle I was in. So that was my personal year nine. So from then until the 34th, till my 34th birthday, I was in um, epicycle year nine. So nine is symbolizes like end of an era. So now you're in a new cycle, though. Yeah, I'm in a new. I'm in a personal year one now. So let me ask you, what what year? Well, how old was he when he passed? 30. So he was still in his third cycle. No. Well, he was going on his fourth cycle. Because his third cycle was 27. But he that he was actually in his in a personal year one. I did the thing. Mm. Yeah. So with me, though, with everything that happened and how heavy that was, like, mm-hmm. to beginning of my year nine, and then from how it was, like, the depressions I've been in and out of mm-hmm. in my year nine, it made sense because it signifies the end of an era. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a year that you complete unfinished business. Um, like this podcast. Basically, like tying up loose ends. Um, it symbolizes when one door closes, one opens. You you kind of have to learn to um, face absolute reality. And you learn, like... Um, uh, how your past is impacting your present, how it could affect your future, and that your reality, it, it, um, um, it's not just a matter of where you stand today or what you want what you want to be tomorrow. It's made up of everything that's ever happened to you in life, the desires that you've had, the desires that you've manifested, and what you've been denied. So it only made sense that you know, and I'm not going to go into if y'all want to hear about, you know, who Aaron was, you can refer to episode one. But mm-hmm. it only made sense as to where I was in life that I could never fully let go. And then he died. So you had to let nine. go. I had to let go. So my year nine has all been with coming to grips with that reality that now I have to move. Yeah. I have to move on. Like I need you to You have move. to build with somebody else. Right. So then when I thought about it, I turned 34. I started a new year, mm-hmm. personal year one. So now it's year one. The vibration is new beginnings. 
Um, and if you don't close out all your loose ends in year nine, and this is from the research I've, like, afterwards I was thinking about it, I became obsessed. I become obsessed with shit, and then I just do deep dives. That's, that's, why, how you, I get that's why you'd make a great detective. Oh, I am a great detective. No, no, no a real detective with oh. a badge. <laughs> <laughs> Not with the sage. I was going to say, I'm the girl my friends call when they need it. Yo, let my girls tell you I'm Joe. You know the show, you? No. You've never seen the show, you? Is it a girl show? If it is, it's I've never really seen it. It's not a girl it. show, but it's about a guy, basically, he stalks people. Like, Oh, I've heard so of I'm, that I'm show. Joe. I'm mm. Joe. I'm not going to lie. I'm Joe. I will find out everything I need to before mm. I meet with you. And then and then sit across from you and act like everything you're telling me is new to me. And be like, oh my God, that's so interesting. But anyway, so mm. my year one, basically, and I couldn't... It makes sense why I feel so light now. Like, and I told you, like, yo, I'm in a great mood. I did some shower meditation, not masturbation. (laughs) (laughs) I did some shower meditation where I don't know what it is. I was, like, so fucking happy just walking over here. Like, my skin felt hot. I I was in such a good mood. And I was telling Kim, like, yo, I don't know what it is. But I, what trance I put myself in during the meditation. But... I'm in such a great fucking mood. I can't even explain it to you. And what, I what think, soap did you use, Dr. Bronner's? Um, I use Dr. Bronner's peppermint. And that's what that's what it could have been. Yo, <laughs> we already <laughs> went into and we've talked about this on one of my episodes yeah. too. You know, Dr. Bronner's tingling. Dr. Bronner's be bussing. I ain't gonna lie. I'm still else. dove though. Dove, dove moose. Dr. Bronner's be busting for so many reasons. If you're, but I, I, whatever, yeah, anyway. yeah, you and Show told me. <laughs> <laughs> you gave him the lavender one. <laughs> I no, I gave him peppermint. The peppermint, peppermint? one, yeah. The purple one's lavender, and there's another but one, if right? You mix, a blue one? If you, but get this. You want to have an experience in the shower. I'm not talking about masturbation. Mix peppermint with lavender. Will oh it lead God. to masturbation? No, it's, it won't. But okay. you'll feel like... But I felt so good. And even now, like, coming out of it, mm-hmm. I feel so good. I finally understand this is my year one, and... I can't squander the energy of year one for new beginnings, starting new projects. Um, it's all about new energy and finally moving forward, letting, like, basically I've let go of the old mm-hmm. and moving forward into into just new experiences. And I think I've been doing that. And that's why I think also, like, when I was meditating in the shower, and I'll explain to you how, how to how do, do you, that. Yeah, I was about to say, how do you meditate in the shower? Because I feel like I meditate, but I fall asleep. No. So shower meditation is a real thing. Mm. When you meditate, when you're like, you know, rubbing yourself mm-hmm. with some use loofahs, some use, you know, the little towels, whatever. Mm-hmm. When you're rubbing yourself, if you're stressed and you close your eyes and you picture like you're rubbing the bad energy, the bad vibes off of you. Like that's what you want to focus on. Like you can almost try to like visualize. I'm all rubbing my tits. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> visualize yourself like rubbing the stress whatever is bothering you off of you and picture it when you look down into the water picture it all the soap you know, going down all the, the drain. soap going down also it's great like we got some frankincense going on mm-hmm. explain, frank- explain what that is it's frankincense. incense frankincense is one of the um i can't really explain it that great because my mind's drawing them <laughs> you just put me on the spot like that <laughs> but basically frankincense is a good sense to have to clear energy okay um for incense so we got that going on right now where can you get it though any corner store, any bodega. Should like, you get it at any bodega? Yes, that's okay. the best place to get it. Just okay. like you could get your Florida water at bodegas. Best place to get it. Can you explain what Florida water is? Because somebody explained it to me. They like say, I think they said it's like cleansing water or yeah, something like Yeah, it's like, like a that? cleansing water. It's like liquid sage. Okay. That's the best way to put it for people to understand. Okay. But, um, you wash yeah. your hands and your body with it or just your hands? Well, Florida water, yeah. it's actually a, co- a cologne type of thing. But 
I put it in water that I mop the floors with. I want to cleanse. You could spray the room. You just get some whatever. Fabuloso and some Febreze. No, but, but if I want to spiritually cleanse my house, mm. Florida water is the way to go. What if you pour Florida water in with your Febreze and spray it in the air? That's cool too. Okay. I I, I spray. I have a little bottle that I carry with me at work. A Florida that water. I spray. Yeah, into my office. Every like day. I spray every day. I spray. My I'm about to start getting some Florida and I got, water. And I got my own sage, even though, like... Uh, you created your own sage? Yo, I low-key got that to bring to my office, the wooden piece, the yeah. sage holder. Yeah. Because I was low-key being mad ratchet with it. I had, like, a little plastic cup, and I had, like, a cardboard that I cut a hole in it, and I'd put the sage in there, and it was burning. And actually, last week, I almost set my office on fire because... So maybe you shouldn't do that again. Yeah, that's why I got the stick, so that I could bring was, it with my office. You would have fucked up the new nine-year rule and all that shit. I know. I mean, shit, I was feeling good still. <laughs> I still feel good. Yeah, I would have felt good one last time. But um, so in this new year, like, I realize how much I've, after doing that deep dive mm-hmm. to see where I was to where I am now, it's amazing. Like, and just like I said, the shower meditation, I just le- legit, Sam, like, I don't know if you could, I'm so fucking happy. And I walk, like, I, when I got out the shower, I had a whole new energy than when I went in, like, mm. Almost like, and ladies are gonna be able to relate to this. You know, you get that new dick, like you just got, a, you got like a little extra step, a little extra say, curve. <laughs> I'm so stupid because I was gonna be like, you know, Sam, like when you get that new dick, I was like, wait a minute, like, I'm talking no, to Sam, I'm, I'm talking to straight. Sam. <laughs> but like, shout you out, shout little, out to the people that like the curve, though. You know, it's not even a curve; it's just like that new dick energy. Like, yeah, but new dick energy with the curve. That you got some life, like you got some life pumped. That back might into fuck you. our life up. And then you just walk with like a little extra pep in your step. That's legit me. I was walking mm. mad happy. Like I believe it. I didn't even let the thirsty Yui bother me. Like, I believe that's it. That's how happy I was, like basically walking. So I just I felt like, you know what? Like spirit hadn't moved me in a while to mm-hmm. record, as you can tell, because I know you've hit you've hit me several times. Like, yo, just go. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, but I understand that, right? Because you never want to beg somebody to do something. You gotta let mm-hmm. them do it on their own time when they're ready, spiritually and physically. So Yeah. So you know, new year, new me. I hate. I know people hate saying that, but it legit is not even a new me, just a wiser me. Mm. I'm. You're one year wiser. Yeah, I'm. I don't entertain negativity as much as I would mm. usually. Like my uncle, my people, in my family will tell you like if there's somebody that loves a good argument, it's Jamila. Because I would really like. And I really had to learn, you do not have to attend every party you're invited to, basically. Facts. And I feel like in coming to that realization, I found so much peace. Um, and boo, mofos have been trying me this week. I'm not even going to try. Just like on Clubhouse, right? I've always told people, like, you're going to run into situations and not even problems, but habits that you can't shake because you haven't learned from them. Feel me? So you're going to always meet people that get you upset, that trigger you, those drivers that trigger you because you haven't learned on you haven't learned what your trigger points are. Mm-hmm. Feel me? So you have to you don't have to, but it'll benefit you to sit down one day and understand what triggers you. And when, when you get triggered, what do you do? Feel and me? it would benefit you if you can figure that out sooner yeah. rather than later. Fact. That's what I tell you. Before people. you in jail. Right. Sooner rather than Talking later. about I wish I didn't hit that person because they they flashed their lights at me. You don't want that shit. Right. It's not worth it. Right. So that's what it's been like. Because honestly, like I said, I've been... And that's when I see my growth. Because mm. usually, if somebody slides in my DM mm-hmm. on some disrespectful shit, my mouth is vicious. <laughs> like, my mouth... 
I can like, see, but do you do that on purpose or do you realize like that's happening because you still have not learned how to deal with it? Best way to say it, first half of my youth, my, my you know, teens to my early your, 20s. Your first nine years. Okay. Oh, no, that's your second nine years. Yeah. Because you was nine years old starting to 18. Oh, right. yeah. So Think first half it, yeah. of my youth to like early 20s, mm-hmm. I was doing that without realizing it. Because I used to stay getting in trouble in school because, and my counselor, shout out to Mr. Rhodes, always used to ask me, Jamila, it's not, it's the delivery. Would you want pizza? He'd be like, yo, what's your favorite other pepperoni pizza? Would you want it in a trash can lid or a china plate? Fine china I, I, plate. I think that's. So he used to be like, your delivery, your delivery. Mm-hmm. Or, or the fact that I would entertain literally every argument that was brought to me. Yo, I'm giving it to you. Yo, you're not going to have the last word, blah, 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 blah. So what emotion is that? What do you mean with emotion? That's, that's emotional. That's nah, but that's an emotion. That, it, it was it was emotional. It was a lot of um, feeling like I don't even like being angry because of Napoleon complex. If that no, makes it's sense. not even it's not even that. But you, it's, you could be from it could stem from when you was a kid. Like actually, it does because having that having that need to have the last word was because when I was a kid, it was impossible to have the last word because you're told to be quiet, right? Like mm-hmm. you'll be quiet, don't. Da-da-da. So that shit would stay with me. And even as a kid, I had a hard time not having the last word. That's probably why I got my ass whooped so much. Mm. But so that to early phase of my 20s, I realized I was doing it basically walking right into shit. Mm. So I had no control over it. But then mid-20s, towards the end of my 20s, that was, that was your third year, your third nine. That was your third nine year, right? No, I think it was my second. Because you said mid-20s. Right yeah, I'm in. Because your second one ends at 18. But I had, no, but I had already started my second epicycle then. Yeah, think I, thought about it. One, I, just I thought your second started, one starts at nine. You know, it's every nine years. Yeah, so nine years old is your first cycle. That's when you're learning how to become a baby, right? And then at nine to 18, that's when you in, you become an adult, right? Yeah. But then your early 20s, that's the middle of your third. So third m- the middle of my second to beginning of my third, oh, okay. if you think about it. Okay. So then I had already realized how powerful words are. Super. And I became aware of how vicious my mouth was. Mm. So when I combined that lethal combination of self-awareness with now I was intentionally out hurting mm. people. Like mm. I would, yo. There's a, there's a, I mean, as men can definitely attest to this. Like, you meet a ton of toxic women, especially mm-hmm. in college. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't realize how toxic they are until you're laying there. And you're like, damn, I don't know how to get my pants on, so I get up out of here. Yeah. So when I became aware of my words mm-hmm. and my oh shit, my words hurt just as much as my fists. Mm-hmm. All right, you know. Now I was deep. using them. Now I was using them to cut deep, and I mean, but even then, when I did it and I was intentionally cutting deep, the question was why was that instantly my reaction to cut deep mm. and i had to learn that lesson right like so now that i'm fully aware of it i think it makes me more understanding but i can also go there but i choose not to so that's growth that's, knowing that's, that i could go there yeah. but i choose not to like yeah. i've had it and it's been stuff that bothers me that i know you're a man sam i'm gonna say it most men do that I really don't like. What's that? And this is going to sound like a rant, but I really hate, <laughs> like, I re- and I know you hate the word hate, so I really detest. I really, like, 
re- you want to get under my skin detest is for you to be a man and decide to offer me your unsolicited opinion or advice on something. Really? So you don't like people giving advice or opinions no, 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 without no. you asking for them? I'm going to give you an example. Okay. I'm going to give you a real life example. I was, and I hate, not hate, I detest that some men do this. And I know women do it too. But right now we're going to dress men. We're going to, oh, thanks. We're going to, um, we're going to dress the men. So let me just address it. So I hate when I, uh, I detest when I post stuff. And I'm sharing, you know what I'm saying? Like just sharing. Granted, when you post it on social media, Everybody's open to their opinion. Yep. If you post it on social media, you're posting it for people to respond, and you don't understand that. So when somebody responds, I understand it fully. Somebody responds to something I posted. I'm not even going to go into what it was, but I didn't ask you. And and when I say unsolicited advice, as into, I mean as in a way of, I'm a woman. Mm -hmm. So if I'm talking about something that's like, to me, women's business, or a woman's perspective. Yeah. When you come to ask me something, address me correctly. Don't come into it like you have like pick me women and pick me men, like men who be like who'll turn to you as oh, you know, a lot of men don't like blah 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 at women who blah 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 blah. That's what I mean when you come into I didn't did I ask you what a lot of men like? Oh, did I mean? ask you? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those, like, did I ask you what a lot of men like? What do you mean? Did I ask? Okay, so I'll, I'll, I posted something um, about, uh, what do you call it? About the dating scene. Okay. Like, I hate when, I, I detest when people take stuff I post personally. Okay. Like, why are you, my whole thing is, though, if you're offended and the shoe fits, lace that motherfucker and wear it. <laughs> but I'm not responsible <laughs> I'm not responsible for your feelings. You're responsible for yours. True. So I hate, I, 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 and I'm do you just hate. Now, now, do you see how much you say hate? I know. I'm saying Right, and then the average person doesn't realize when they say it. Yeah, so I, I really don't like when you feel a way about something I posted, mm-hmm. but it had nothing to do with you. True. Like, I'm just posting. True. So then you, you slide in my DMs all huffing and puffing. Mm-hmm. Am I to cater to your feelings? No, you don't even have to respond. And that's what I mean. And that's what I mean when I don't have to respond, but this is where some men will be like, oh, well, that happens because women, blah, blah, blah. That's what I mean when that's, I say offering up. That's their experience. Your, right. That's your experience. But did I ask you for it? True. And my whole thing is you didn't have to. You could have seen it and kept it pushing. True. But you also didn't have to post it on social media. But I, you I have didn't. you have your right to post whatever you want, especially from your account. But I always I try to have people understand, like, understand that people may respond and you cannot get upset because there's a reaction for every action. Oh, but, but my whole thing is when you respond, you said what you needed to say and yeah. I say what I need to say. I'm not going back and forth with you. I'm sorry. You it's going to be a back and forth if you respond. And that's exactly why. Yeah. And this is where I see the growth in me is because yeah. I no longer entertain the back and forth. Exactly. If the shoe fit, lace that motherfucker and wear it. I if agree. it didn't, keep it pushing. But I leave shit on red all the time. Yeah. but And it goes into another thing that some men do that I really dislike. What's that? Um, they keep going? Hmm? What, they keep going? No, not they keep going. This is another example. Oh, shit. And this is something me and women... A lot, I've had discussions with my friends about 
you're a woman, or just like you're a man, you have your standards, right? Mm-hmm. So, and as a matter of fact, I'm going to flip it on you, Sam. Okay, I'm ready. You're a man. You have your standards as to what you want in a woman. Correct. You have a right to that, right? Correct. So let's say you have your standards. What I found that most men do, and women do too, but again, mm-hmm. my experience, I'm going to focus on most men is, the example I'm going to give you is, you have your standards, so then me, I want you. I want you, but your standards well, too are high. too high. And I don't feel like doing the work to meet your standards. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't want to put in the work to meet your standards. Mm-hmm. So rather than leave you alone, I'm hurt at the fact that you're fine and I want you. Mm-hmm. But, but you, you don't but want I can't I can't put in the work to meet your standards. So then I hit you with, you're difficult. Mm. You're... This is why you're single. Yeah. To me, and I've had that happen, and it's like men that I haven't really had interaction on that level to be called difficult, that I had to be like, is that what you tell yourself to make yourself feel better? Because that's what I feel happens. It's a lot of men out there that will hear, that do that, that will hear a woman list her. Mind you, I'm listing my standards just like you got standards. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck... Are you so offended at the fact that my standards are X, Y, Z? Because his standards may not be X, Y, and Z also. Exactly. So, but and it's a thing that I need most men, I need men to become aware of, and women. But, mm-hmm. again, I'm, I'm just going to say men. I need men to be aware of. I agree. Um, because just because you don't meet my standards doesn't mean you try to demean me and make me feel bad because my standards are what they are. See, now the same thing that you're saying, a man can attest to the same thing because, you know, a man's standards, like my standards may be, all right, I may not want to date a woman with children, right? That's my right. That's your right, yeah. But you'll have some women out here be like, oh, no, you should give her a chance. She's a good woman. But it's Mm -hmm. like, all right, she probably is, but that doesn't mean I have to be the one to give her a chance, Mm -hmm. right? Because... I don't think some women choose to understand that. Some men don't want to be a stepfather to your child, right? Because you may want to start a family with her. That you may, you may want your first time and her first time to be the same time, right? Because mm-hmm. if I date a woman with one or two kids, you already have a family. So mm-hmm. once we get together, those are automatically my stepchildren. Mm-hmm. I have to accept that, whether the father's in their life or not, period. Because mm-hmm. if I'm around you, I'm around your kids. But some women don't f- understand that most men don't want to date women with kids. And that's fine. Because that's women will, absolutely fine. Women, women will tell you, oh, I don't want a man with baby mama drama. That's cool. You you have that You have that right. I'm never going to push you to, to date no man. But don't push me or make me yeah. feel bad like yeah. I should date this woman with two kids. So in 2021, people, stop making people feel bad about having standards that you're, A, either too lazy to put in work Facts. to reach or B, you just don't meet them. Facts. Like, it's okay. Facts. Because I'm tired. Like, I'm really, like, I'm in a great mood, but I'm fucking tired of that shit. Like, and I'm going to say it with a smile on my face. I'm really sick of people just downing people. Like, I just hate negative. Like, I'm yeah. sick of negativity. I'm really negative sick of Nancy's. it. Negative Nancy's. The negative Nancy's. The bitter bitties. Whatever bitter the case bitties. may be. Bitter bitties. Bitter, bitter mofos. Like, be bitter by yourself. Mm. And in 2021, that's one of the things I want to stop is stop making people feel bad for this standards being whatever they are. 
The one thing I ask for 2021 for women is to have emotional stability. That's it. Emotional stability or emotional intelligence? No, emotional stability. Because you're going to be intelligent of your emotions. You know when you're mad, right? No, no, no. That's not what emotional intelligence is, though. I know, I know. But stability, to me, is you know when your trigger points. You know you're going to get mad when you hear this guy talk bad about women. But that don't mean you got to respond. Feel me? Mm -hmm. Men... The thing women, I, I see women ask men to come with to the table is financial stability, mm-hmm. right? So I, I've told women on, on Clubhouse, like, men appreciate a woman with emotional stability, period. Because you don't come into a relationship or try to build with somebody if you didn't heal from the last relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's tons of women that, you know, will get in a relationship with some guys or women and they'll get out of a relationship and in a month they feel like they healed, you know, they want to go out, they want to go out to eat, do this and do that. But as soon as, like, they see one of those red flags, boom, it triggers them to whatever happened in their past relationship. Yeah, I agree. I also I agree with that. Like, I don't think, I don't understand pe- people who can be in this loving relationship and then, boom, all of a sudden, it's a new person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't think you could fully experience a healthy type of love and relationship without knowing how to be, how to have a healthy and loving relationship with yourself. Yeah. I think that's what this pandemic has shown a lot of people. Like when the pandemic first started, it showed you who could sit with themselves and who can't. Yeah. Yo, you, real talk. Who could, who's losing their minds at home and who's just chilling because like this is was, what they do. To me, it was just wild. I just seen people press record. Like, imagine you pressing record on yourself, right? Seeing how crazy you look or the wild things that you're doing. Hit stop and press upload. Like, to me, that's wild. Yeah, that's wild. Like, imagine, like, you know how many dudes I lost respect for that I seen smoking hookah and blowing it into their phone? That shit was crazy to me. I'm like, you're a grown-ass man. You want to be Dominican right now? Chill out. Feel me? Why got to be Dominican? Because Dominicans love the hookah. They love the hookah. Let's be real. I'm Dominican, so trust me, I know. (laughs) Right? But it was just like, you know, when the pandemic hit, you seen a whole bunch of people that that thrive off, like, the nightlife. They had no nightlife because they couldn't go nowhere. So they were just sitting in their crib. You know, they might have LED lights or be sitting in the dark and they just counting money on camera. Or That's tacky, too. Let's stop that in 2021, too. Counting Let's money on camera, fucking blowing hookah. You're showing everybody all the weed you got on your table. Like, I don't care about weed. Like, I don't understand that shit to me. But, you know, 2021 and 2020 just showed you, like, everybody's not who who they appear to be. You have no idea. Like, like I learned that, man. And I, I can sit by myself. Like, people were wondering, like, yeah, man, like, Sam, don't go outside. You know, there's nobody should be outside. I'm like, all right. But I'm outside. Like, I don't know about you, but I don't follow every rule. Right? Especially if the government tells me to do something. That's just me personally. I don't tell anybody to follow what I do. But I moved to the beat of my own drum. And those are some of the best days and months I've had in a while. Because you were able just to go out. There weren't people out. There wasn't a crowd of people just stepping on your feet and being ignorant and malicious towards one another. You were just able to be out and nobody be there. You can like, go hiking and all that shit. Like one of the things my one of my great friends and I have talked about that we do that people find weird is, first of all, I'm not much Women of find it weird or men find it weird? That's key. Because women, women are haters. 
both actually. Okay. Like, my bestie and I, um, we have no problem going to the movies by ourselves. All right, Mercury Retrograde got to us a little bit. That shit's scary, though. <laughs> that shit's terrifying. It's not, not terrifying. Lie. It's normal. That's nah, what happens that's when Mercury normal. is in retrograde. If you know MacBooks, they're not Tech supposed to turn off. Tech stuff glitchy. Nah, that's just not posted. <laughs> that's never happened. But yeah, so what was I saying? Yeah, like you and Kim like to go to the movies, or oh, you and your bestie like to go yeah, to the movies by ourselves. Yep. Like, or I, you know, another thing I love doing, I will sit at a restaurant and have like a blast by myself eating and stuff like that. And when I tell people that, sometimes you enjoy your own company. I love my fucking company. Are you fucking kidding me? That's my problem. Now, if you notice, Sam, like, like when you invited me to that outing, mm-hmm. and I told, I was like, Sam, you know how I feel about. But, but, but I was but, glad. But, but it was, I was a good gl- one. It was a good one. I'm not going to lie. But it's because, like, I be doing so much stuff by myself that I have so, like, a fucking blast with mm-hmm. that, and that's also a difficult thing where some people find difficult with me is that if I enjoy my own company, mm-hmm. I got to be able to, to, to be with somebody. I have to enjoy their company, your company as much as I enjoy mine. So you can't, if you're boring, I'm sorry, if you're boring, and that's in friendships or whatever, if I can't enjoy your company and we you don't can't be around sit, them. I don't want to be around you. Do you ever think it's a problem when you try to be by yourself too much or too often? No. Because I, I feel like as humans, we all need not not physical contact, but human interaction. Just interaction, not even just human interaction. Whether you got a pet, doesn't matter what it is, kids, other adults, but I feel like the more you're by yourself, yeah, you can learn to be by yourself, but it's not always a good thing because that's when you become idle-minded. And idle-minded will do anything. Um, Not necessarily. M- mixing I think, peppermint I don't, and lavender I, I don't in the shower. I think it's a matter of because you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. It's what are you doing by yourself. While you're by yourself. Okay. I think that's the biggest. It's not necessarily you're idle-minded because, you know, you're by yourself, you're idle-minded. Because me, I... I, I read books like you shitting mm-hmm. me. I got That's a different. crazy That's different. ass you're doing, collection. You're doing something with I, your time. Um, I told you I do deep dives mm-hmm. on. I lo- I'm into a lot of occult, mystical stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'll do a witches? deep dive on that. Is that witches? Cult stuff? I mean, That's some witch, people call yes. it brujeria, witches, whatever. <laughs> uh, but. Whatever. Anyway. See, that's why I'm wary of women that weigh their ponytails on top of their head. I didn't even comb my hair. I know. That's what all the women say. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, I, I do that. I've um, I've been getting back into like bikini body because I'm trying to look snatched. Mm-hmm. Trying to look snatched in the quarantine. Listen, I'm trying to look snatched in the quarantine because the thirst straps, as guys like to call it, are coming. Once I get back to my fitness, but um. Yeah, so I do a lot of stuff by myself. I think it's about what are you doing? What are you doing that's productive? Yeah, by yourself. If you're literally just watching TV, smoking, day in, day out, smoking, drinking, you're not being productive. Like, I've gotten another deep dive I've done. I've gotten so into, like, vaginal health. And this is when I know I'm entirely too comfortable with you, Sam. But vaginal health? What's like that? Vaginal like health your pH about, balance and stuff? Yeah, like I've really gotten into that, like reading about it. I'm learning about I'm learning about pH balance a lot from Clubhouse, to be honest. Like yeah, women like, are really sharing shit. They're like, yo, you see Summer's Eve in a woman's bathroom? Run. I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah, for yeah. real? I've seen that plenty of times. Yeah, no, yeah. Like even the lemon saw. Mm-hmm. That's just crazy, too. But learning about like, you know, like just... Health, being healthy overall, like, I've yeah. really been doing, like, a deep dive about that. Mm. So, 
it's all it's not idle. It depends on what you do. I mean, I was told that's why I'm single, because I'm always by myself. Because your pH is off? No, because I'm always by myself. Whoa. Whoa. So you're single no. because you're always by yourself? And I, to, and I had to politely get that person together and let them know, no, I'm single by choice. Yeah, and you're healing. And, yeah, I'm healing, number one. And I really feel like, and it's what you say, taking accountability for your emotions, because I want to be fully healed mm-hmm. before, because I'm I'm claiming it and i'm putting it out there my next relationship that i get into it i want it to be extremely healthy like i want it to be i want it to work i i know not every relationship's perfect i don't expect perfect but i want it to be healthy and i want it to work and i want it to I want to be able to be with somebody that I can have difficult conversations with. So you want somebody that's understanding. Right, understanding all that. Like, I want all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I love being with women that are understanding, but it's so hard to find them all the time. Yeah, no, but I, I, I'm really, like, grooming myself to, and that's something, another thing that I go back and forth with a few friends because I don't know how I feel about marriage. Like, I want to be somebody's wife, but... You don't want to be tied I to get, them. I get hung up with the whole marriage thing. Which part? And, like the the last and name? I finally, or? No, I think I finally figured it out. The hang-up that I have with marriage is because I think I see a lot of people. Um, it becomes like, it goes into show culture. Like, you got to, if you Show notice, that you're happily married. Yeah, like you're. So, it's social media. Yeah, like, I have, most, of my, most of my friends are married. Mm-hmm. And I, and I don't agree in idolizing anybody's relationship, but I really adore and I really enjoy watching them in their marriage. Your, your incense is burning my eyes. I'm sorry. Because I'm so, it's strong. It's strong. Do you want to turn I'm it off? I'm trying not to do cry. You wanna, do you want me to, <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to look, like, put it out? Ooh, Lord you, Jesus. You, put it out. you can put it out. <laughs> yeah. I'm over here hitting the camera and everything. <laughs> Lord <laughs> Jesus. Yo, but that's how you know it's good quality, though. It's good no quality. From the bodega. You said it's burning my just stick it on the, the, take it out and then like put it out on the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You said it's burning. Yep, it's out. It'll just continue smoking a little bit, but it'll be out. <laughs> Yo, I was wondering, that's why you was moving your eyes like that. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm a G. I'm a thug. Oh, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Sam? I'm like, like, I was like, why the fuck is he blinking like that? I'm like, damn. I was about to ask you, like, are you stressed? Because you know, people who stress, like, they like if you notice Joe Budden, you can nah, tell he has I was, anxiety. I, I was trying be like, to, yeah, he got yeah. super anxiety. Yeah, but he also is a, he's a whole nother case. Right. Like but, you, yeah. Yeah. I know women like him. But yeah. Um, That's why he loves toxic women. But toxic women are dope, but I know I want to get off the track. But, but yeah. it, it's only for, it, it's not sustainable. No, it's not. Tox, toxic women are fun, but it's like the summer. You know it's going to come, you it's going to go. It's the summer. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to come, they're going to go too. And when they go, they're going to be even more toxic because you know you're, you're going to realize within yourself, like, bitch, you crazy. <coughs> but yeah, so um, i just been working on me, and it's been working great. Like, I, Continue I'm working happy. on you, though. Yeah, no, it's always. I don't think you ever stop working on yourself, but I want to get myself to a point where I'm whole, I'm healed, and whoever I get mm-hmm. is whole and healed too. 
But I've also learned that I do need to be patient when it comes to certain stuff. Because one thing about me, I, I do, I, I demonize people. Like, I, I'll go there. I think women, or well, some women, not most women, don't want to find a man that they feel like they have to fix up. But I always say, it's like, I'm like, yo, it's not fixing. Because you're never going to find nobody that's completely whole, right? Because if, you, if they were completely whole, they wouldn't have found you. And you wouldn't have found them. They would have found somebody else already. Feel me? But you can be that woman that's trying to complete yourself and you're trying to be a better you. And there's nothing wrong with planting that seed in that guy that you find attractive. Like you said, there may be a guy whose standards may be too high. You don't know. He may have waited out for you but don't know it. Feel me? But it all depends on the conversation that you two have. I agree, but I disagree too. Like I feel like when I say speak in a sense of whole, Mm -hmm. it's... I have to be fully okay with me because what what also happens and I've seen happen is women, and I'm going to speak it from women because I was that woman at one point, you get so wrapped up in the person you're with mm-hmm. that you lose your own identity. So, And when I say wrapped up is in okay. you I get so wrapped that. up where you don't even have your own hobbies. You don't have your own friends. You don't have your own interests because your focus is primarily and only your the person you're with. You don't know why? Stop letting them nut in you. <laughs> Sam. Yo, listen, on some real shit, I know it sounds like a funny-ass joke, right? <clears throat> but I, I don't know what women I was talking to a few years ago, right? It was just a regular conversation, an older woman. And she was like, because I think I had this conversation with Shell. I was like, yo, Shell, your, your woman don't do this. She don't do that. She don't talk like you. She don't she don't smoke like you. He's like, nah, that's how she is. I'm like, nah, bro, that's not how she is. I'm like, you've been nutting in her for years, but that nut got to go somewhere. No, no, bro, listen to me. Listen to me. Sounds funny. I'm dead serious, right? And the woman was like, yeah. You know, when a, when a man nuts inside that woman, that's why they tell you not to have sex with multiple women, raw, because... You're taking that energy from that woman and you're putting it in another oh, woman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, mean? I don't think it's it's not even just. If that you don't man, necessarily if that, you don't necessarily have to nut in the person. You could just go in raw, and you're taking on that nah, person's. You got yeah, nut in no, them. no, no, you nah. Got nut in them. That nut nah, feel Sam, different. Like no. That nut that nut feel different when you hit that bottom wall. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how that is because I'm not going in. Is somebody going in me? But um, I feel like it doesn't. You could just be having raw sex. It's. There's such a thing nah. as there's such a thing as spiritual STDs. There is, I've heard of that. And there's transfers of energy. But I'm gonna tell you, I this. think it, it's more potent when you allow the. I'm person gonna to tell you this you. as a man. Women don't. I don't know what women feel, but I know what men feel because I'm a man. And when you nut inside that woman, and she feels it for some reason, you can see how she reacts to it. Women can feel when that nut hits the bottom. I don't know what it feels like, but I see women act different. Period. Feel me? Because depending on how much you nut, I don't know how much you nut, but when you all the way deep in there, her walls are opening up, and then you let those few drops off, she knows when those drops hit. It's just like when you drink something, right? And you feel that shit go down your throat, but you feel it hit the bottom of your stomach. Mm -hmm. Same thing with nut. But that woman, depends on how many times you have sex with her consistently, I feel like she'll start not walking like you, but she may use your jokes on you. You know what I mean? She may... Wear your T-shirts differently. She may act like you. She may sit on the couch like you because she sees you doing all the time. Feel me? And that's that's where I'd be like, 
You got to stop nothing in that bitch. <laughs> she going to act just so. like you. I don't think so. That I, ass. Mean, I, I mean, I think you two do take on that pain. You take on whatever that person's going mm-hmm. through. That's right. That's why I was like. um, Because they got to go somewhere. Right. But I, and, I, and I agree. And that's something that I've talked about, too, with some of my guy friends about being wary of. You're out here mm-hmm. pumping into mm. whoever, whoever, and that person has this, this, that, and whatever other issue, and then you go and you pump into this next. So now Facts. you just brought her drama, her emotional mm-hmm. baggage, baggage, her emotional trauma, and you pump it into yeah. this other person. Yeah. So and then, and then guys be wondering sometimes, guys and women, you be wondering why you you feel certain emotions out of nowhere, like yeah. why are you so sad or why are you so yeah. angry, and you I don't agree. know why. That's just so, real. Yeah, that shit's real, and I'm not gonna lie. I'm one of those that will look and judge if you are one of those that are just out here pumping into whoever. See, but it's like not even judge, but I will make note of like mm, you're not touching me. You don't appreciate condom sex until the sex is over. That's a fact. And As a man, I can't speak. And, and then you're scared. No, nah, because shit. it's like when you when you have condom sex, like when you I don't can't, I can't speak for women. I don't know what women feel, but for men, you don't feel shit. At all. It feels like you're like fucking like a glove probably, right? You, all you feel is the wetness on your thighs. Hmm. Wetness on your thighs and just like you don't feel none of the friction. It just feels like hard. Like, you're, like you don't feel the lips of the vagina or nothing like that at all. So that's why a lot of men don't like condoms when they have sex because you don't get no pleasure. I mean, I can fuck for hours. I can fuck for hours in a condom. Is it because men are using like one type of condom too? Like, <clears> no, it doesn't matter what kind of condom you use. With the ridges, you know. Nah, it don't matter. The ridges is for you. It's not for me. I don't feel none of my dick <laughs> you, with ridges. You wouldn't be a selfish ass when we put it inside out. No, <laughs> because because you don't know what that shit might do to you. Yeah. Feel me? Yeah. Um, and with men, men got pubic hairs. You don't want that shit going the wrong way and pulling your hairs. That shit hurts. Feel me? Like, but it's 2021. I know men are t- trimming their shit. Like, come on. I hope. You can't be out here looking I wild. I hope. I you can't be gay. out here having buckweed in your drawer. Like, Listen. I'm sorry. If you're a grown man, and this might be judgy, but if you're in your 30s and your pubes is out here looking like you got Don King down there, mm. I'm judging you. As you should. I'm judging you. Like, manscape, and, and I hate when men... Um, Try to say like, oh, getting your nails done is soft or whatever the case may be. Taking care of yourself, having Self-care good hygiene. That's that's to me that's masculine. If There's you nothing good, unmasculine you feel good. about that. Right, exactly. So let's believe I'm looking, I mean, granted, my nails aren't done. My nails, I'm one of those chicks that sorry. Nubs. I'm not into I have nubs and I'm not really into like my nails will never be dirty, but I'm not into the whole every two weeks. Hitting the, I, I like. I maybe like, it's because my cousin does nails. I like women so that I do have, it, but I don't need a woman to get her nails done every two weeks. Like I, I'm the type of dude. I like women when they're natural form. Like I don't need none of the makeup. I like you with your sweatpants on, your hair tied. What's the Drake shit? Drake line. So you like? Oh, I know. But so you saying natural form? So do you mean you like a natural '70s pubes too, or not? No, 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 no. You gotta actually <laughs> care about yourself. You gotta <laughs> shave some shit down there, like. I'll tell any woman I'm with, this shit ain't shady. I'm not going down there. No, I'm not eating no pussy like that. I don't want no jungle. No, nah, I'm good. You keep that. I, I ain't had nothing so like that since I'm, college. I'm just asking you because you need to be specific as to how natural we talk. No, about. no, no. Like, I like a natural looking woman. Like, you know, I don't need you to wear makeup and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Right? I appreciate you for who you are and not who you're going to dress up to be. Right. That's just me. Because I want to be able to lay down next to the woman and she wake up and she look the same. Feel me? Mm-hmm. 
I learned that in, even in college. And then you see her in the club. Huh? What if it's a chick you saw somewhere else, but then you finally say something in the club? Nah. That's why I don't go to clubs. You ain't going to find nothing good there. There's nothing good in the club or bar. Why? Ever. There's nothing good there because it's all alcohol. You're never going to find nobody in their rare form, like in their natural form, right? When men go to the club, what is it going to the club for? They ain't going to the club to have no good time. They're going for pussy, right? Women go to the club, they go to the club for a good time. I don't know if they're there for looking for dick, but they really might be there looking for looking to have a good time. Yeah. But you're not going to have a good time with other women. Not unless you're gay. Mm. Women don't like women. Let's be real. Sam, the best times that I've had at the club has been with my cousins. Your cousins. But now what happens when you and your cousins are at the club with other people and their cousins? It's not the same. Women don't like each other. and Men can understand this. Women don't like each other because y'all don't trust each other. Period. That's a fact. That if that's the biggest, if there's one flaw I think women have is trusting other women. Y'all don't, y'all don't trust other women. You'll trust that nigga. I won't say a nigga. <clears throat> you'll trust a man who cheated on his baby mama, who got another girl, but he's one of your best friends, right? You'll trust him over the girl that may have the best interest for you. She may be looking I, I out think for you. I, th- I, I'm only, I'm gonna disagree with you on that only because I think. There's something to be said, and it's because I've gone through the phase of being the girl that had mostly guy friends to having female friends. It's something to be said if you're a woman and you don't have female friends. I think that's imperative. It's alarming. It's alarming to it's me. It's alarming if you're a woman, you don't have female friends. It's alarming to men. It is. I don't. I didn't know if it was alarming to it's men. Alarming but to men. Because to me, it's alarming to me. If you're a woman and you don't have that camaraderie with other women. There's something wrong. So I think it's a level of maturity. It speaks to a level of maturity to those women who are able to have very healthy, very functional friendships with other women versus women who can't. I think it's more, I think it's that. So I'm not going to say that women don't trust other women because women I have don't, women that listen, I trust I, with my life. I'm, I'm, yeah, but you trust your cousins and family. That's no, 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 different. No, no, no. I'm talking friends from college that I trust with my life. Really? More than three? More than three. Okay, I respect that. I've never met a woman that... It speaks to... It's a level of maturity you got to have. Yeah. And it's a level of comfortability with yourself. Yeah. And in order to have that, you have to... And you have to look at the quality of your circle. Yeah, I agree. And I think the older you get, that's how you weed it out. I agree. Well, that makes sense. I'll give you that. I definitely know a lot of... I know a lot of women ain't got no circles. Tell you that. They got triangles. But then you got to look at it. Why you got to look at their mental? Yeah, yeah. and I always ad- I always assess it that way because what was their relationship? What 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 re- what was their first? What was their relationship with their mother like? Nah, what was their it, ain't relationship? Always, it ain't always that. Or it's, not even it, that. Or what was their what first? No, it's the, it's, it's the one girl that lied to her. Yeah, it's the one friend that she thought was a friend. That's why I always laugh when when women that are friends and they move in together. Because I know you're not gonna be friends when you guys move out. Women can't stand other women. I think it all depends on what, again, what's the quality or what's the caliber of the woman. It goes back to the birds of a feather. You could be the greatest caliber, but you may shack up with the wrong woman. Straight up. That's also involves discernment and being very honest with yourself. I agree. So I'm not going to, I'm not, I can't, I'm not, I don't agree with you with women don't trust other women. Women don't, man. We could, listen, we could do this again next week. I'll come back and I'll ask a whole bunch of women. You could you could make this a question. Do women trust other hey, I'm women? I'm gonna make it a question. Do you should. I'm gonna make it a question on my and own. And let me let me know how all the black women answer. Oh my God, Sam. 
That's what I know most. I got to go yeah. based on my experience. I don't, yeah. I've never been with a white woman. I know a lot of Spanish women, but I haven't been with a bunch of Spanish women, but I've mostly been with black women. And black women don't trust women in general. I mean, I think it's it's changing. I won't say all black women, but I can definitely attest to most women not trusting other women. And that's why they have guy friends. But I would, my, I would advise, I would challenge those women. Let me ask you a question, right? Would you bring your man around your girls? Oh yeah. In public? Yeah. All the time? Yeah. Now, can your girls have your man's number? Yeah. And can he have their number? Yeah. You're different. But that's what I'm saying. It's the work. What have you? How much work have you done on yourself, where you're that comfortable, where you start attracting? the same energy. No, no, I agree. Are. You know what I'm saying? I agree with that, but like, have you... But you're, have you, remember, you're asking 34-year-old Jamila. Exactly, but I'm asking 34 Jamila to think about her past and think about the women that don't bring their man around. The proof is in the pudding. You just don't pay attention to it no, in the I moment. Know, but, but that's what I'm telling you. It speaks to, like, the type of person and where they're at. Oh, I, I understand that, that's but that's why saying. I want you to think about it one day, like... Yo, so-and-so never brings her man around. So-and-so, uh, yeah, she never brings her man around. But that speaks to them and their insecurity. Exactly. Because they they're insecure with being around other women. But that's why also, Sam, my whole thing is, again, and that's something else in my year one that I'm learning to do, mm -hmm. is to just deal with, like, if there's one thing I also learned that I did a lot of in retrospect with my relationship with Aaron. Um, he was true to who he was with me. Good, bad, ugly, indifferent. I was true to who I was with him. But our demise was mostly because I always pushed to the potential. So you got to really stop uh, interacting with people based on your, on the potential you see in them and interact with them as to who they're showing you they are in the moment and right now. Because you save, and I'm, what I mean is like you save yourself so much disappointment if you're able to, you st like you accept that person mm -hmm. for who they're showing you right now and work with that towards whatever it may be. Because if you don't and you're consistently, you have these expectations of this person because you're looking at their potential, right? You're, you're operating, dealing with them, not as to what they're showing you what they are right now, but their potential and that's like jamming a star-shaped uh block thing whatever star-shaped little toy into a square box or whatever the case may be it doesn't work you have to be able to understand that you can't change people unless they want to be changed so that change has to come from them that's also something with me with relationships like i've noticed some women will strong arm a man into a relationship after they've been talking for a while or they'll give them ultimatums. I'm not doing that. I can only move off of what I'm doing and who I am and how I feel. So if I'm dealing with someone and they tell me, hey, I'm not ready for a relationship, but this is what I'm willing to give in whatever this is that we're doing, I'm going to meet them where they're at. And I'm going to, it's my decision, basically. I respect honesty more than anything. Like, you left it up to me. I can now choose to, okay... You're not ready for a relationship. Maybe I am. Like, say I'm ready for a relationship. I'm not going to stay because you've told me already you're not ready for a relationship. I'm not going to stay in hopes that you change your mind. 
if I, if you're not ready and I'm ready, I'm gonna leave you where you're at and go pursue somebody who is ready for a relationship. And I think that's also it's vulnerability with yourself. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and I do see I do see like women who do that who, and I feel like when you do that, that's when you know your relationship is doomed <laughs> because you're strong arming. Yo, it's either you're my man or you're not. And I think you got to let men come to that conclusion on their own. However, I'm not saying stick around to let him come to that conclusion. Because if you come to that conclusion, you're ready, you want to be with this person, but they're not there, do not hurt. I feel like if you stay and try to force it, then you're just hurting yourself. So check out. And maybe, you know, if they come back around, they come back around. But don't force anybody to be in a relationship. But wrapping up... This was fun, Mercury in retrograde, glitch and all. This was crazy. Um, and then I wasn't one crazy. Thing, it was just. It was fun. It was different. And then the one thing too that I want to say as to why I'm so fucking happy, um, with year one, something that I realized in my grief process is that I realized the one day towards happiness, one step towards happiness that I take, it's almost as if I can feel and sense Aaron's spirit going into rest mm. because I feel like I've been holding on to him and I've you know I've gone to readings where they said like he's literally still here with you because you're not he, he, you're, you're not, not ready to let him go yeah. but and you're I think getting I'm, there though I'm finally getting there like and I literally feel like every time I'm able to um I have moments do I have moments where I miss him like crazy yes I do because I want to call but every every time in my grief process that I've taken a step towards making peace in being happy like i feel like when i'm truly happy it's almost like i can feel that he's smiling and happy so that's what's keeping me going so you gotta look at it like this because i know he was a party person he was a lively person and he would not want me to just stay here in this loop of sorrow see but the thing about it is he transitioned because he served his purpose Mm -hmm. right so like i said you believe in the universe right as do i like I've been stopped believing in religion. I'm all I'm all about the the other shit now. But the same way you haven't recorded and you were supposed to record today, even if even when that shit saved and I don't know how it saved, that freaked me out. That's probably Aaron. Tell me, but He's a creative. You know, um you know, he he served his purpose and his purpose was probably like like I said, his journey and your journey in line. So you guys are supposed to meet. You guys are supposed to learn from one another. Right. But he served his purpose and he transitioned. You're still here. So you have mm-hmm. to think about what did you learn from him? Yeah. Feel me? And you use that, put that in your back pocket and you keep moving on with your life. And that's kind of where I've gone. Because like I said, I, and I've said this to you on your, in your podcast several times that I wasn't always this easygoing person with him. Mm-hmm. So if there's one big lesson I learned with him is kindness. And that's what I've been trying to show more people of, like kindness. Mm-hmm. And I know sometimes, I bet you there's probably chicks on Instagram that be like, yo, this chick's mad weird. Because I mm-hmm. legit be off letting off likes. Like, I feel like it costs you nothing to let off a like or comment like, yes, girl, you look fire. Or like, I love seeing, like, people happy on my feed. And I think once I've cleansed a lot of my followings and stuff like that, where I've, I'm just seeing happiness on my feed, too. Like, it's just... People happily in love, people happily buying their homes. And I'm like, I'm here for it. I'm here for the black luxury. I'm here for the black love. I mean, love overall and luxury overall, but I'm really here for, the, for like, the healing part. So, And even and even spilled over to 
the people that um, I was able to meet through you from that outing. Like, it was seriously, like, positive vibes. And mm-hmm. I probably would have never known because I probably wouldn't have come had I not come out. So. But I knew I knew reaching out to you, I was like, all right, these are some people that she'd want to be around. Yeah. Like, I know, I feel like I have a pretty good sense of judgment with people. So, you yeah. know, yeah. I, try to, I try to walk with that in faith. Until until next time. Yep. Until next episode time. Episode three. Yep. Was this two? No, this is an episode. This is episode nine. Oh shit! Okay. Which is funny because we're here on episode. Look at how everything lines up. This will be my episode nine. Everything lined back up with a Taurus. Oh my god! It has nothing <laughs> Look to how do it comes with back a Taurus. <laughs> it has nothing to do with you. <laughs> but thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, see you next time.